The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host, Patrick O'Connell. Okay guys, welcome to this video. This video is called the 10 productivity tips for designers that actually work. And by the end of this video, you're gonna know how to allocate your most precious resource, which is time to the things that matter that are actually gonna propel your design business forward. But before I get started guys, if you're serious about growing your existing design business or you're just getting started and you wanna make sure that you're taking the right steps forward towards profitability, feel free to have a look at the links in the descriptions below for more resources, including a free 15 minute call with somebody on our team. So let's get stuck in. The first thing that you really have to do guys is define your hourly rate, okay? So the big mistake I see a lot of people doing is not defining how big of a business that they wanna achieve, because it's how big of a business that you set your goals to move towards that will dictate where you're gonna spend most of your time in order to move towards it. So if you've got just the goals to get to a $20,000 a year design business working as a side hustle to a nine to five job, the tasks that you're gonna invest in are vastly different to somebody that's trying to move towards a $5 million per year business with 10 people. And that seems blatantly obvious, but you see a heap of designers literally just thinking that the way to grow is to just do more of the same stuff. And that's just couldn't be further from the case. So the way to define your calculatable hourly rate is to basically ask yourself, how big of a design business do you want in annual revenue? And then divide it by 2000. And then that is your hourly calculatable rate. So if you have the aspiration to build a $500,000 per year design business, your hourly calculatable rate will be $250 per hour. And now you can use this to determine whether the things that you're working on day after day and hour after hour is worth $250 if you were to pay somebody else. This is the easiest hack to determine whether you should be doing that thing, delegating it, deleting it, or outsourcing it. So the next thing that you wanna do is create a hierarchy of task value. So this is a tool I'm gonna to give you guys here. Now, this is what we call our auditing sheet. We give it to all of our mastermind, up-level mastermind clients, and it's what we use to determine where your time should go and the value of investing your time in those areas. So what you can see is that everything's broken down into different activities and groups of activities that have different assigned values and contributions towards your goals. So you can see here that we've got activities where you're actually losing money every hour that you spend on them, things where you're just breaking even, things where you're only making $10 per hour, things where you're making $100 per hour, and then things that allow you to move towards $1,000 per hour run rates, okay? The designers that are hitting seven figures or half a million dollars per year or multiple seven figures are really finding themselves spending most of their time in these areas here and very little time in here. So what I want you to do guys is just go through an exercise. If you wanna know what your design business is worth, very simply set an alarm for every waking hour that you spend in your design business for the week and every time that alarm goes off, just record what you were doing at the time that the alarm went off, put it into the bucket that it makes most sense matching and then add up the totals, which will come automatically uh, calculated and populated down the bottom. And you will actually see what your average hourly rate is. 
Then all you need to do is come to the bottom here, it'll automatically calculate, and what it's gonna tell you is your total yield. So it'll tell you what your calculatable average hourly rate is. And if you find that you're nowhere near the calculatable hourly rate that you defined, it means that you've gotta spend less time in the lower value activities and remove those things and move towards the more high value activities. What we end up doing in our mastermind program is helping people spend most of their time up here in these two last areas and sections because that's what moves the needle. So what you can see here, it doesn't matter how productive you are, if you spend all of your time focusing on trying to get better and more effective at delivering $10 per hour tasks. So those two that I just shown you there are probably in the top three most vital. I'm gonna save the most vital till last and everything that I'm gonna take you through now from this point on to the last one is really just about optimizing those two. So the next really simple productivity tip is just one screen. Okay, so this seems so basic, but if you've got multiple screens set up and you're consistently shifting your head like this, like from one camera to the other camera, you know, let's pretend that they're screens then you're opening up the opportunity to get, to get distracted. And I know that there's a lot of people that might need multiple screens for highly technical things, I understand. But there's a lot of people as well that have multiple screens that have multiple apps on multiple screens. And the problem with that is that you're dividing your energy between a lot of things, which means that you're not focusing all of your mental processing power on the one task that you have at hand, okay? The simplest way to eliminate the distraction of consistently shifting is to just focus on one screen. The next optimization that's very closely related to this is just one browser tab. Like think about it, you're only ever doing one thing at a time and you're gonna be most productive when you're just focusing on one task at a time. So just have one browser open in your Google Chrome or Safari. Again, if you have multiple tabs open, then you're thinking about multiple things at a time, which means that you're spreading yourself far too thin from a brain and mental processing power standpoint, and you're not gonna solve problems and make decisions as quick as you possibly could be. So the next hack here, guys, is to use a simple Chrome extension called LastPass. I'm gonna show you what this looks like. It's basically a Chrome extension that looks like so. You install it and it stores and vaults all of your login information all over the internet. You only need one password and it will store all of the information. This is what it looks like. This is what we call the vault here and it stores all of the password information that you have for everything that you do online. And what it does is it automatically populates when it gets to a login page so that you don't have to remember the password, you don't have to enter it, and it can even auto log in for you. And this saves me at least 30 minutes per day, especially when you lose a password or you forget what one is because you've written it down and it saves you the process of tirelessly and relentlessly having to re-log in or go reset your password and then wait for the email to come. And this saves me at least half an hour to 45 minutes every single day because now all of my passwords are pre-populated. I can automatically log into absolutely everything and I'm not spending time resetting a password and waiting for the reset email to arrive into my inbox. The other really cool thing about this is you can actually share your passwords with other people in your team. So you can actually come in here and hit this share button here and give people access to their own version of LastPass to anything that you wanna grant them access to in your business. This again saves passwords getting lost, people coming back and asking you multiple times, hey, what were the login details for this? So the next hack here, guys, is to get a virtual assistant. The minute that you get above like seven to $8,000 per month in your design business, 
you should have a full-time virtual assistant because what you'll notice is the thing that prevents you from getting any further and growing any further is gonna be the fact that you're still spending time doing these $10 per hour activities, okay? So everything that you can see here, all right, are things that a virtual assistant can very easily do for you, including marketing and reaching out to new opportunities. So the quicker that you get these things that are still vital to the design business, off your plate and to somebody that can competently do them, the quicker that you can spend vastly more time in these two areas. And again, like I said, the only difference between a designer that's you know just getting started and struggling and one that's making six or multiple six figures is where they're investing in their time and what kind of activities. Because like I said before, the only difference between somebody that might be struggling at $5,000 per month and somebody at $100,000 per month is where they're investing their time. And the people that spend most of their time up in this area are moving towards the seven figure run rates. It's literally that simple. Next very simple hack guys is turn the phone off, okay? You don't need your phone on during the day. Emergencies are very unlikely. Get somebody to email if they've got an emergency. But the minute that you open the laptop up for the day, just turn the phone off and turn it back on again whenever you need to make a call so that you don't get interrupted by all of the notifications from social media or people messaging or people trying to call, okay? Your phone is an incredible piece of technology, but it does not have to notify you of every piece of activity. So literally turn it off, put it in a drawer and wait until the end of the day to turn it back on so that you can answer any correspondence in batch far more effective. The next hack kind of ties into this and it's to define a client communication window. So what I'll see a lot of designers do is they just say, hey, congratulations, we're working together now. Here's my contact details and just feel free to reach out if there's anything that you need or you have a question to ask. The problem with this is that if you don't set boundaries, people really take advantage. What I find really powerful is to go, hey, welcome aboard. This is how we work. This is our process. And here's where you can get into contact with me via email or my phone number in this half hour window between let's say 3.30 and four o'clock in the afternoon. What this means is that you're not getting interrupted throughout the entire day. And on top of that, what I will say is that you also tell your clients, look, I don't respond to emails outside of 3.30 and four o'clock every afternoon. This means that you don't have to check your emails for the entire day. You can get productively everything that you need to push the business forward. And then you get to a half an hour at the end of the day or in the late afternoon where you dedicate it to client communication and you get everything done in batch. This is a way more effective way to work because like I said, if you've got your phone you know, blaring with notifications, if you've got clients trying to email you, how are you gonna get any vital stuff done? We need as much focus as we possibly can to focus on the right activities and executing the right activities. And every distraction prevents us from being able to do that more effectively. And the next hack kind of ties into this again, which is basically empty your work environment. So just remove your work environment from anything that could potentially distract you, like a PlayStation, an Xbox, maybe it's the fact that you're setting up next to your mate in a coffee shop, the problem with each of these individual things is they are massive potential for distraction. So just find yourself an office, a dedicated space, it might be in your house, or go and get an external office and have nothing in it but what is required to get the work done. So for me, this is literally the camera, it's the mic, it is my laptop and it's my mouse. That's all I need to move forwards and get my stuff done. There's nothing else in this room, which means there's nothing else to do but get my work done. 
seems so basic, but the amount of people that have a TV going, or they set up in a noisy cafe, or they go out and they're trying to work with a mate who's just trying to chat their ear off, of course you're not gonna get anything done. And that probably brings us to the biggest productivity hack that I can give a designer, which is optimize your sleep, okay? So go to sleep at the exact same time every single night and try to wake up at the exact same time. Nothing is gonna be more powerful than giving your body a rhythm so that it knows and expects when to go to sleep, when to wake up. And the people that have the crazy schedules where some nights they're going to bed at three o'clock in the morning, waking up super early, then you know going to bed late the next night and then waking up at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. The problem with that is that your body can't get into any rhythms and it does well with predictability and routine. At the end of the day, your brain is just a computer that's there to process information, solve complex problems, and focus on getting tasks done. And a lack of sleep or a poor sleep routine is really gonna impact your maximum processing power. So you'll see a lot of successful people trying to focus on their diet, trying to focus on optimizing their sleep, spending money on all of these gadgets because they get this idea that your brain is basically a computer and you need it to be firing at its highest capacity in order to solve bigger problems. And those people that drink a lot of alcohol, have poor diets, end up having really bad sleep habits, which means that they're extremely lethargic and their mental processing power throughout the day is 50% at capacity, which means, and you're not gonna be able to focus as well as somebody that's been really well prepared over the weekend. They've got a lot of rest, a lot of sleep. They've got a great diet. They're getting to bed early. They're waking up reasonably early and they're exercising. Over the long run, you're not gonna be able to compete against this person because they're gonna be able to provide high focus, high quality, high processing speed output where you're basically just slipping along, doing a bit here and there and not really having the motivation. So I really do recommend that you optimize your sleep more than anything because that's what's gonna long-term optimize your processing power in solving problems and solving challenges. And all the business is, is a collection of all the decisions that you've made and the things that you've built and the person that has the higher processing power is able to make clearer decisions better judgments based on the information that they've got. And that's basically why there's such a divide between businesses in any industry, because of the clarity around the decisions that have been made around what that business is going to do and how they're gonna go about it. So that's it guys, they're the 10 best productivity hacks that I can give you as a designer. As you can see, I think sleep is massively important, but once you've nailed sleep, right, it's not just enough to be hyper productive, you've gotta be productive on the right things, okay? And a lot of the things aren't the right things, which is why a lot of people are working really hard, not getting anywhere, because they're not spending enough time in those $100 per hour activities or those $1,000 per hour activities. So again, guys, if you're interested in moving your design business towards a more profitable model, or you're just getting started and you wanna make the right steps initially so that you're set up perfectly for long-term success, feel free to have a look at the link below in the description, including the ability to book a 10 or 15 minute one-on-one -on -one call with a team member of ours. But even if you never book a call, even if you've never paid us a dime, that's completely fine because what this channel and show is all about is just arming designers with smarter information so that they can become more profitable from their design expertise and skills. So that's it for today, guys, and I'll see you on the next one.